What's up, Tiger fans? We are back bringing you another episode of TigerCast where we take you beyond the game. I'm Laura Leidick with the Towson Sports Network here with Griffin Bass again this week. Griffin, how are you? I'm doing great, Laura. Thank you for having me on. I'm really excited about today's episode. I'm excited about the, the uh, semester getting started. Excited about my classes. How are you? Good. I'm excited to get back to some spring sports here. I just want to take a quick second to talk about Towson women's basketball. They are in a roll this season, although they had a brief break due to COVID-19. They came back against Hofstra. They came out and had 14 three-pointers in their second game against Hofstra, breaking a program record. What are your thoughts here? Yeah, it's been really fun to watch them. Uh, those two games against Hofstra, they looked like they didn't really uh, skip a beat uh, after, be- after being out for uh, two weeks. Um, the big three, uh, Scoop Smith, uh, Melo Jeter, Leah Nelson, they were all they were all uh, right on target from three-point range. Uh, and it was really, really cool to see them uh, set a new program record there. Um, Leah Nelson and Keanu Jeter, or uh, Melo Jeter are killing it. Uh, they're both top five. In the nation, uh, Aliyah Nelson top five in assists per game. She's got seven assists per game, and um, and uh, Melo Jeter's averaging twenty four point six points per game for top five in the nation. So uh, it's really fun to watch uh, watch this Towson Tigers offense. They're uh, which they're they're averaging ninety one and a half points per game, top two in the nation. So it's it's really exciting to watch them, and I and, uh, can't wait to see what else they uh, what else they they give us the rest of the season. On Twitter. Ben Rosenbaum, our boss at TSN, he was talking about how um, Jeter's on a mission this year. So either get out of her way or get on a highlight reel. And I don't think there's anything that sums up how she's playing better than that. I think she is just there every single game on point, ready to go. And I think she's looking for a ring this year. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, hopefully, and hopefully, hopefully uh, everything stays safe and uh, they're able, and they're able to uh, defend their CAA t- uh, title. Well, here with us now is Jeff Miller from the Towson Tigers football team. So to kick things off, sorry, guys, had to throw that football pun in there. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, So I'm currently majoring in uh, special education, uh, more specifically uh, secondary special education. So working with kids um, in high school and through adult programs. Uh, I am from California. That's where I grew up. That's where I was raised. And now I'm here in Maryland. So that's a a little bit far away, uh, away from home. So yeah, I'm loving, I'm loving it in Maryland. I actually like it better in Maryland than I do in California. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Weather's a lot nicer. In, uh, in California, you mean? No, here in Maryland. Maryland's really? nice. Yeah, Maryland's got the change of the seasons. and. Oh, you like, oh, so you like all the four seasons. Yeah, yeah. California, I mean, we jump into our pool in Christmas. It's like 95 <laughs> degrees at Christmas, so it gets a little old after a while. Yeah, it's just a inter- interesting you feel that way. I guess, I guess it has to do with uh, me being from Maryland. I guess I'd prefer, not really prefer, but I'd like to see what it's like to have uh, be able yeah. to jump in my pool after yeah. uh, during Christmas. That's true. <laughs> Grass is always greener on the other side. Yeah, really. I feel um, like in Maryland, the weather just gets like, in the morning, it's one temperature. In the evening, it can be like a whole different one. Like you like see all four seasons in one day. I'm like, what's going true. on? Yeah, for sure. So why did you choose Towson? Honestly, um, the coaches did a great job recruiting me, uh, really made me feel like family here. I fell in love with Coach Ambrose and all the coaches that they had here. Um, And then what really drew me in was special education program. You know, Towson has one of the best teaching programs um, in the nation. And then the the special education program is just even above that. So the combination of the two, the football program and having that special ed program here just really brought me here and you know I knew it was a place for me to be 
So uh, how did you like get started with uh, special education? Cause uh, we know you do a lot of stuff with uh, special education, special Olympics. How did you first get started with that? Uh, I guess started, did you start in high school? Yeah, I did. So my, would have been my junior year. Um, we volunteered like my football team in high school volunteered for special Olympics, just as like a community thing. You know, I thought I was just going to show up wear my Jersey, you know, help out a little bit. And I really fell in love with it. I really helped, you know, loved helping the kids you know they have sports you know that you got to talk to them and stuff like that so then my senior year for a free elective class I was a TA for a special ed class like that we had on campus and after day one I knew that's what I wanted to do for the rest of my life you know having the relationships with the kids I still go back and visit that classroom I still talk to the kids and stuff like that about how they're doing so ever since then you know just knew that's what I wanted to do and been working with Special Olympics since my junior year. So those two have kind of coincided. And now I'm on the committee for Special Olympics Maryland, which I'm super honored to be a part of. And obviously I'm in the special ed um, department here. So it's best both worlds. But junior year is definitely when I started off working with them and get involved with that. Cool. Can you tell us a little bit about what you do on the committee with the Special Olympics? Right. So because I'm obviously a student athlete, I don't get the ability to meet with them as much or plan stuff out. And with all the COVID stuff, we haven't been able to plan as many events as we wanted to, but I just kind of have a say in, you know, how things are rolling from my perspective. Um, for example, the winter games that we had uh, last year, obviously I'm from California. I had no idea what winter games were. It was my first time actually seeing winter games live, but I went around and I evaluated, you know, how things were running, how parents felt things were running different things we could do better, how the athletes felt and stuff like that. So I just kind of, I'm kind of like that, you know, eagle in the eye, just kind of seeing what things are going and how things are rolling and just report back to them when I can, you know, like I said, being a student athlete, I can't really do much with that, but I, I do what I can. Uh, so you mentioned the winter, the winter games. What uh, is that? Uh, would you say that, like, what are, what's your uh, best experience from being involved with Special Olympics Maryland? And uh, I guess at the winter games, what exactly did you do? Right. So uh, the Winter Games was definitely the most eye-opening for me because, like I said, I had never seen Winter Games. I mean, I had seen the Olympics Winter Games, but I'd never seen them live. And seeing these kids compete in, you know, down downhill skiing and snowboarding, stuff like that, it was – I don't even know how to ski. So just seeing them compete with that was incredible. And that was just cool to see. And then for the Summer Games, I run the pool event. Um, I, like, help run – get that going, get the kids on the blocks. And I've never swam a day in my life. So uh, like my dad was a swimmer, my girlfriend's a swimmer, but other than that, I had never really been a part of that. So special Olympics has really taught me. It's really kind of brought me out of my shell and it's really opened up my eyes to these kids and how incredible of athletes they are and what incredible people they are. So obviously the pandemic has made everything really tough. Um, and you mentioned you're still trying to do stuff, get events going with Special Olympics. What kind of stuff are you able to still do and what kind of things are you hopefully planning? Yeah. So right now, actually, we got a big thing going on, which is the Polar Bear Plunge. Um, it's the biggest fundraiser that Special Olympics has. And usually they have it in the Chesapeake Bay and everyone's all together and you run to the Chesapeake Bay. Obviously can't do that right now. So we're doing uh, virtual plunging. So you just donate money to the website. I got a, there's a Towson athletics um, page going up right now. And then you take, you, you plunge or you plunge, you give money and then you go and you find a way to do a plunge virtually. Some people are doing ice bucket on their heads. Some people are doing, I know my strength and conditioning coach, Justin Lima, who's been killing it. He's, he almost has already a thousand dollars donated. 
wow. he did like a like a cold tub thing um i got a little bit of crap because i did mine in the southern california ocean yeah i think i saw your twitter uh your yeah twitter. I, I guess i guess that doesn't count because a lot of water <laughs> was technically 45 degrees but that doesn't count um so I'll, i'm gonna be doing actually one tomorrow um a pretty cool one with the snow and jumping off a cliff and stuff so oh really yeah, that'll be that'll be really cool. But that's definitely the biggest thing that we're able to do right now is getting people to donate any way they can virtually, and then just having fun with it. It's like it's like the ice bucket challenge that they had a couple of years ago. I don't know if you guys remember that. Right. Yeah. Um, so just having fun with it, challenging people, and the athletes have gotten really involved with it. You know, they're they're doing everything they can. They got little signs up. They got little posters in their front yard. And anytime someone drives by and honks, they plunge. Like the athletes are having a great time with it, and they're doing an incredible job. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. So, uh, will you be recording your uh, your your plunge tomorrow? Yeah, yeah, I will be. I got some teammates that are going to come help me and make cool. sure we're all good. We're going to have like lifeguards there, and so or, like guys that are trained as lifeguards there. Um, and I've done it before, so it'll be cool. It should be fun. I shouldn't, I shouldn't get any. I shouldn't get any crap from anyone for doing it. Then, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that's... silences the haters. <laughs> uh, well, you'll post that on Twitter. Yeah, I'll be that'll be on Twitter and uh, Instagram. I don't know by At probably Jeff Miller QB. I believe is your Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So people and check I'm that sure, out. I'm sure Tiger fans can probably find it on the Towson Athletics page. I'm sure they'll be retweeting per usual. Hopefully, yeah. Um, I don't know if we mentioned this, but I'm just gonna swing back to Special Olympics really quick. Did you mention how you got involved and how you found that like program to like, get on the committee? Right. So my junior year of high school in Southern California, I did the track and field. Okay. I got involved okay. there, and then I did track and field again my senior year. And the commissioner for Southern California contacted the Maryland director that I was going over there and recommended me, which was a huge honor. And then I got involved with the Maryland Special Olympics. And we host, we, you guys obviously know, we host Special Olympics here at Towson for the summer games every year. So I just kind of showed up like, hey, like I'll do whatever you guys want. And I was a big help in the pool area, I guess. I, like I said, still didn't really know what I was doing, but I was able to interact with athletes and get things going and stuff. I was diving in the pool, retrieving goggles, getting kids out of the pool, helping them out and stuff like that. So, yeah. So I also had like through my research had seen that you had a pretty unique prom experience. Do you want to share that with us? Yeah, that by far the biggest moment of my life, no matter what happens, that's going to be one of the best moments of my entire life. Um, Just short story girl. I made a really cool connection with, um, in the class named Diane, uh, they had a special ed prom and I was, I was going to ask her out and to the prom, but she beat me to it. She asked me out. Um, she has, she had uh, CP cerebral palsy. So she used her screen to talk with her eyes and stuff. She made a big poster and stuff and got, had the absolute amazing honor to take her, take her to the prom, meet her family and stuff like that. So that was by far the greatest memory I'll ever have. And I think about that every day. I think about that girl every day. Sadly, she passed away two years now, two years ago. Um, but incredible girl. And just really solidified that that's what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. And that's, I'm going to do what I want to do for her. She was, you know, obviously she supported me. And she was so light. I remember one, the, like the moment I knew that, another moment I knew I wanted to do it was, it was after a football game. And I was down. We'd lost. I'd played kind of bad at a high school football game. And I walked into the classroom and this girl with cerebral palsy and she has so many things against her. She went on her screen and said, hey, what happened on Friday? You sucked. Like, 
that was the like she said i suck but it was so funny it was so just like it, it put a perspective on things like i lost a stupid high school football game like really like but this girl's able to joke about it by far the most amazing person i've met that's amazing that that's what happened that's a great story i'm glad you shared it with us going in another direction how did you get into football how old were you when you started playing right um so i started watching football with my dad when i was pretty young very young and i actually fell in love with the quarterback position i obviously i was, i loved watching football but more specifically i loved watching the quarterback so naturally you know i was like dad i want to play football i want to be a quarterback so obviously, you know, my first year I was a left tackle and long snapper, uh, <laughs> about as far away from a quarterback as you can get. And I was, I was in fifth grade, and because of my size and the way the the heights and weights were done, I was playing with eighth graders in fifth grade. Wow, that was that was an experience. They were talking about stuff that I didn't understand. They were in high school. They were about to go to high school. I was just graduating elementary school. So, so wait, were you already like six foot six uh, when you were in fifth grade? I wasn't six foot six yet. Uh, I was. <laughs> It was my weight. It was my weight that got me. I was I was a chubby little kid. Um, but but that was that was really just kind of getting used to football and stuff. And then my next year was my first year of being a quarterback, and we went zero and twelve. We didn't win a single game. So first two years were a little rough, um, but then it definitely picked up after that, and I've never never stopped doing it since. Uh, so you I, so you're a big football fan. I assume. Did you have any? Uh... Uh, idols look uh, that you looked up to who 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 were the athletes that you looked up to most right so it was a little bit it was a little hard because my family's uh diehard miami dolphins fans my dad was my dad was a fan growing up we were the only miami dolphins fans in southern california <laughs> um but the player i really liked was tom brady and he was obviously playing for the patriots and stuff like that and it was tough rooting for him rooting for the dolphins and that was just because he was so overlooked in high school overlooked in college and I just kind of related to that as a kid you know a lot of people didn't think that I would be I would be a high school quarterback I had I had high school coaches tell me I needed to change positions and I even had a coach you know tell me you'll never be a high school quarterback so that kind of inspired me to get going that's kind of what Tom Brady's story was to see where he came from so that was definitely my idol um, I'd watch videos of him throwing to kind of get my throwing motion down so definitely Tom Brady was my idol, but was a Dolphins fan. So that's who you model your game after then as definitely. well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Team, team attitude, getting the ball out quick, just, you know, being an all around team guy. And so then I have to ask, I'm assuming you're going to be cheering for the Buccaneers in the Super Bowl then. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely will be. Um, obviously both teams are really good. And I just, I just hope it's a good game. Wolf guys over here, just hope it's a good game. Um, so you mentioned like the coaching, uh, the coaches, coach Ambrose was a, big factor in pulling you uh, over to Towson. Uh, so Coach Ambrose is obviously – he's the head coach of Towson football team. He has a big personality. Uh, you know, what's it like playing for him? Do you have any uh, stories uh, that can kind of explain, like, what, what makes Ambrose so unique as a coach? A lot of stories. I don't know if I can tell them all, but <laughs> a lot of stories. Great guy, great family guy, you know, really gets us going in that family attitude. You know, he opens up his house – opens up his family i'm good friends with his daughter grace ambrose they're, they're just an incredible family and overall as a coach just really knowledgeable you know he's coached at a bunch of different places and he's stayed true to towson which is a great feeling to have to know you have a coach that's gonna be there and be there for the school he loves the school he's alumni a lot of our coaches are alumni which is which makes a big difference on us it's like you know we're representing their school so we kind of want to play with for them more overall great guy obviously a great offensive scheme guy um 
really, really love playing for him. Really respect him a lot as a man. Do you have a best friend on the team? Who's your best friend on the team? Oh, best friend on the team. Uh, you're going to get me in trouble because I'm going to pick a receiver and then I'm going to get crap for it. Uh, probably Daniel Thompson. Um, uh, he's my grade receiver. Really good. He's going to be on the come up here soon. Um, but obviously love all my offensive linemen. They, they protect me and they're, they're, they're my number one guys. If I had to pick one guy, I'll go probably Daniel. So do you have any pregame rituals? Not really. Um, I mean, I guess I do just listening to music, I guess, walking around high five. My t- I mean, I'm not the type of guy to, you know, you gotta walk through the door twice or wearing special underwear or anything like that. Just listening to music. Um, I guess, yeah, that's pretty much it. Warm. I mean, warming up with the team we do not, not, not really anything too much. Just thinking about the game and being there in the moment with the guys, you know, as a quarterback, you got to kind of be there. You can't be off in your own space. You got to be encouraging the guys, getting them going and stuff like that. So I don't know, just listen to music, I guess. So what is on the Jeffrey Miller playlist then? Jeffrey Miller playlist. It's a lot of um, kind of throwback. I, I made the playlist when I was like a freshman in high school. So it was music that was like, not like popular, but like pumped me up then. And so it would pump me up then. And then now when I listen to it, I just kind of get into that. Okay. I'm listening to this. So now I'm in a game mode. Um, a little bit of, con- like, I like country music, like normally listening to, but a little bit of country in there, kind of some throwback rap, just kind of, I don't know. A teammates probably make fun of me if they heard it, but <laughs> I, I like it. It gets me in the mood. Who's your favorite artist? Uh, Luke Combs or Florida George line mm-hmm. for like, for like recreational listening definitely being from california a lot of people say that the east coast has an accent specifically maryland do you feel like do you agree with that statement or i think i think baltimore does i've heard a lot of our kids from baltimore will have an accent my parents actually said i started to pick it up a little bit just by saying you know baltimore like i i guess there is a little i mean obviously new jersey with their coffee i live with a kid that's from new jersey so their coffees and their you know, stuff like that. Um, definitely more of accents than on the West Coast, I would say. I mean, I don't feel like I had an accent or anything, but that, that's interesting. That's the first time I've ever been asked that. Um, yeah, ball, I would definitely say Baltimore has an accent, but other than that, not, I mean, decent amount. So you are, you're, you are back in Maryland, uh, I guess, for practice and for, and for school. Uh, what kind of classes are you taking this semester? Um, I'm really excited. I'm finally taking a lot of classes for my major. I think I'm taking two special ed classes. Um, I'm minoring in deaf studies, so I'm not taking any classes right now for that, but a lot of special ed classes. And yeah, I'm in Baltimore. Um, I got a house with four other team, five other teammates. And yeah, we're, we practiced or we worked out today. We've got workouts all this week and we start spring ball. I'm not sure the exact date we start spring ball, but we're getting back to it, which is exciting. Yes. Thanks a lot, Jeff. Uh, it was really, thank you for answering a lot of questions. Um, good luck with, uh, with uh, spring ball this semester. Good luck with your classes. If we don't see you before the fall, good luck, uh, good luck uh, in the fall. Thank you. Um, so thanks a lot for coming on. Thank you. Appreciate you guys. It was awesome. Had a lot of fun. Thank you, Griffin, for being a great co-host. And thank you, Jeff, for joining us. That's a wrap on this week's episode of Tiger fans. Thank you for tuning into TigerCast, the official podcast of Towson Athletics. For the Towson Sports Network, I'm Laura Leidig. And as always, go Tigers. <laughs>